I want to talk today about red-letter Christians. Some of you may have heard the term. It's a general term that applies to Christians not in, by any means in an airtight category or with strict boundaries, but generally when people say I'm a red-letter Christian, what they mean is they emphasize the words of Jesus above all. You know, Bibles uh, about a generation ago started being printed with the words of Jesus in red, red ink. That was a way of publishers... Um, selling more Bibles with a new feature, but also it was a way of people being able to jump right to what, what did Jesus actually say, or really what do the editors of this Bible think Jesus actually said, because there are no quotation marks in Koine Greek of the New Testament. But uh, after reading an article a while back by Tony Campolo, who's a famous red-letter Christian, the article was entitled, Is Evangelicalism Headed for a Split? A friend of shared it on Facebook, and um, I've read various other writings by red-letter Christians like Shane Claiborne and others who, who self-identify with this term. It's not a slight. It's not a, an insult, a term of disparagement. But I wanted to offer a bit of a critique in a loving and hopefully friendly way uh, of something I see that's really problematic with the entire red-letter Christian concept. So Tony Campolo, he said in the article I mentioned, the difference of emphasis between those of us who want to take literally the red letters of the Bible and those who emphasize the teachings of the Apostle Paul, not that there's a contradiction between the two, is only the beginning of the coming split within the evangelical community. Now, Campolo goes on to write about the, the widening and divergence among evangelicals who lean to the right and who lean to the left over a number of issues, theologically and politically. But the point that I want to mention is that phrase where he says, uh, those of us who want to take literally the red letters of the Bible. Uh, now, I want to make clear, I respect Tony Campolo and the ministry of other progressive-leaning evangelicals like him and Jim Wallace of Sojourners and Shane Claiborne and others who are really just fed up with right-wing dominated evangelicalism of the 70s and 80s. I can't completely embrace their positions on a number of issues, like capital punishment or total pacifism, but I very much sympathize with where they're coming from. Because I've also been an outspoken critic of much of our country's right-wing military interventionism, our unqualified support for the modern practices of the state of Israel over and against the Palestinians, and unjust practices of capital punishment as it's carried out in many places in our country. And all of these things, many of my fellow evangelicals seem to have a little problem with. And if you've not read our dojo discussion uh, on those issues, then they're available over in the article archive on our website. But I want to point out a more fundamental problem with Campola's approach. Now, let's be clear. Red-letter Christians, simply put, do not take literally the red letters of the Bible. They just don't. Now, why do I say this? Well, because none of them that I've ever met have gouged out their right eyes or cut off their right hands, for starters. I mean, this is Matthew 5, 29. Jesus says to do this, and it's in red letters. Uh, none of them that I know of literally hate their mother and their father. Again, this is Luke 14, 26, and it's in red letters. And none of them that I know of have sold all their possessions and given to the poor. That's Mark chapter 10, verse 21, and again, in red letters. 
They all own clothing. Some of them have eco-friendly transportation, books, and laptops on which to blog about taking Jesus' words literally, after all. See, my point is that it's disingenuous to say things like, we take the words of Jesus literally, or Jesus meant what he said, or the popular, I just follow the plain teachings of Jesus, all of which I've heard many of my more progressive evangelical friends make these claims. I've also heard many conservative evangelicals claim the same thing regarding issues like sexual ethics and church discipline and, and many others. So this is, this is a two-way street, but I'm, I'm particularly focusing on red-letter Christians right now. The, the thing that all such approaches miss is that Jesus didn't speak into a vacuum. In fact, the only way that we know what Jesus said, the only reason we even have red letters, which again are editorial choices by Bible publishers and not original to the text, the only reason we have those to begin with is because Jesus' inspired, authoritative, commissioned apostles, or those whom they taught, wrote down their testimony to what he said and did. None of the red or black letters in the New Testament were written by Jesus. They are all, in this sense, black letters. There are no red letters in reality. They're all apostolic. They're all authoritative. To pit the words of Jesus against the words of Paul, James, Jude, John of Patmos, or the author of Hebrews is to imply that somehow the ones said to have been spoken by Jesus carry more weight than the others. That's a claim that I just can't justify making or embracing. Just as some evangelicals put emphasis, time in studying, and prominence in theology on Paul's writings to an unhealthy degree, I'm looking at you, many within the Reformed traditions, it seems that red-letter Christians do the same thing, but in the opposite direction. This is why red-letter Christianity ends up being, in my opinion, a reactionary movement in danger of losing, or having already lost, its balance in its admirable, in my opinion, attempt to provide a counter to the more politically or theologically conservative varieties of evangelicalism that it opposes, such as that of the John MacArthur's or the Jerry Falwell's, Pat Robertson's, Al Mohler's, Norm Geisler's, Wayne Grudem's out there within evangelicalism. But to my red-letter Christian friends, I have to offer this warning. If you're not careful and diligent, you'll become simply a more progressive form of folk theology. You'll just be the mirror opposite of the type of theology you reject on the right. I don't want to see this happen. I respect many of you, including some of my good friends who run in such circles. And I certainly sympathize with your desire to offer a corrective to the unbiblical, right-wing, uber-conservative neo-evangelicalism, especially the rank nationalism idolatry that often infects it. But for the reasons above, I'm afraid I can't join you in being a self-proclaimed red-letter Christian. However, I continue to see those of you who do adopt such a label as brothers and sisters in Christ and fellow ministers of the gospel of our Lord and Savior. But I offer this as a corrective to what I see as an overreaction, albeit from a desire to do good and to be faithful to Jesus. And I want you to know this is definitely an in-house rather than a farewell post.